You can't have it all, you know? One day I will have it all, Steve. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One day. It's like your entire house will be a fucking studio. <laughs> Anywhere yeah. you go, you can record. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the shower, taking mm-hmm. poop, and everything's going to be recorded. <laughs> like, note, note to self. <laughs> <laughs> Get more TP. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. I know it's been a while coming back because a certain movie came out a couple months ago streaming. Yeah, if you guys were getting tired of my Matt Damon bit, uh, it's finally coming to fruition. I got a very special guest on with me tonight. Mr. Uh, Mr. Steve-O from The Lost Signals is returning it again. Hey, I'm back, babies. <laughs> What's going on, man? How's everything? Uh, not too bad, man. Other than, you know, the apocalypse and all that. But uh, other than that, everything's going pretty good over here. You know, you know, I know everyone, you know, touching base on this apocalypse, man. I know everyone wanted zombies. <laughs> they wanted maybe an alien invasion, robot uprising. But instead, we got a bunch of uh, idiots that can't wear masks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got, we got the most mundane. Like if zombies ever happen now, I'm sure we're all fucked. Because yeah. we can't even fucking wear some masks. Who's going to fucking stay safe from zombies, you know? <laughs> the Walking Dead makes sense now, right? <laughs> right like, yeah, the Walking exactly. Dead makes so much uh-huh. sense. <laughs> All right. So, like I say, guys, we've got, uh, you know, the Matt Damon bit. We are going to be doing a discussion on the New Mutants, which came out stream, I want to say, like a month or so ago. A little over a month ago. Uh, but prior to that, Huge, huge, huge news going on where I, I'm actually very curious to get your opinions on this, Steve. WB, Warner Brothers, announced that they are dropping Wonder Woman 1984. That everyone's known about. They're going to be dropping that onto HBO Max. But more recently, they just announced that they're going to be dropping a whole slate of movies that they were going to be releasing in 2021. They're going to be releasing all of those movies onto HBO Max now. Well, they're releasing them on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time. Simultaneously. Once theaters are back open or, you know, like fully open and whatnot, right? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I, I was really excited about Wonder Woman because I know for goddamn sure I'm not going to a theater until I can get a, uh, a vaccine, right? So, like, that's that's just me. So, like, I was like, oh, excellent. I can see Wonder Woman, like, the day that it drops. I could go watch it on Christmas if I want to. That's I'm I'm excited for that. But... It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how the uh, HBO Max thing like overall plays out because while I am kind of excited to have those movies dropping on HBO Max and like being able to see them, I don't know what it's gonna do to like theaters. And I love me some going to see a th- movie in a theater, like seeing it how it's really meant to be seen. You know, I, I'll give directors like shit sometimes for uh, talking about how. The theater is the only way to see my movie, right? Like, you know, cool, good for you, but like Chris Nolan. But, uh, you know, I do like the idea of being able to get those movies just because I'm lazy and I want to be able to watch them at home. But I'm worried that this is going to, like, drive a lot of theaters out of business. And the only ones that are going to be able to survive are the, like, super huge ones. And they're just going to take advantage of the theater goers that want to be there more than ever, which they already, you know, kind of are doing to an extent. Um, 
So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think if this goes really well, I think a lot of other streaming services are going to try and jump on the bandwagon too. And that'll be so like, I guess Disney kind of already did it with Mulan, right? They were kind of the first in the door, but they were charging like 23 bucks for that. <laughs> oh, they, they were charging 30 bucks for Mulan. Oh, so like they were, they were, yeah, Disney plus you're right. They were trying to, they almost started the trend mm-hmm. of having the movies. Like how, what would it be like if we just released the movies on our streaming service, but they did it the, they did it the, you know, greedy way saying, Hey, right. you, we're we're already taking your money for the subscription. Now we're gonna you're gonna pay us more for each movie. Where I'm I'm glad this is one of those cases because I I was worried about this when Mulan was dropped. Was people are like, oh, we gotta watch this movie. And it's like, imagine millions and millions of people now renting this movie for twenty for thirty bucks. This is gonna be the new trend going forward. So I'm really happy that that failed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, honestly, who's going to do that, right? Like, if you're going to pay 30 bucks to take your family to a theater, that's one thing. But to sit in your own house, already have a subscription to the thing that you're giving $30. It's like, you know, buying a subscription to a theater and then not getting any, like, discount because you have that subscription. And not only that, but having to watch it on your fucking TV at home, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like such a bad idea. The HBO Max thing is a way better way to get people in the door for sure. Oh, yeah. um, so like I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'm also a little bit trepidatious, I guess, as to what it's going to do to the industry. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to step back on. So one of the things you said before, like, um, I guess I'll touch base on on the director aspect. Like there there are these directors that where it's like they plan on you seeing their movies in theaters and they make these movies so they can be seen in theaters. And you said Christopher Nolan, who's a prime example of that, like he he held off on releasing Tenant. Mm hmm. For so long, because it that is that to me that is a cinematic experience. If you're going to see a Christopher Nolan movie, it is almost better seeing it on the big screen. Because what, what was that? I think I've seen all of his movies, you know, post Batman Begins in theaters. In theaters, yeah. yeah. And the only one I didn't see was Dunkirk, and I remember everyone raving about Dunkirk. Dunkirk is the one you should see in a theater. That and like, I that saw is impressive. Yeah, and I watched that at home, and I was like, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> like, you know, like so. It's like I kind, I get the, I get it. Like these movies are made. And so, did you see Tenant yet? Not yet. No. Not yet. All right. So, no, like I'm, a lot I'm of waiting. It's not. It's not out streaming yet, right? I think they're no, releasing not yet. soon. Yeah, like they had. They, I think they had that short run in the theater with it. Yeah. When. One of the other, uh, someone else I listened to, they they were saying how like, yeah, I mean, Tenet, the best thing about it was seeing it in the theater because I didn't understand a single fucking thing that happened in the movie. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so, so like, like all the all the cool effects and stuff, and and one of the best things about seeing a, a film in the theaters is being able to get that surround sound feel like you can get a lot of the other stuff at home but like that feeling of like the shaking of a giant building is something you can't get outside of a theater really and like that the the sound that they have in theaters now is so incredible and that's one of the things like dunkirk what the hell is it called they have the like the fully uh immersive sound systems in some of the theaters you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 it's like uh they test it beforehand and you just like hear it going like all the way around the theater. 
uh, whatever the hell it's called. Um, Dunkirk was like the perfect example of using that to a T. Like you could tell exactly where every explosion was happening, like all around you and shit. Like, yeah, that part of it was really cool. Like the movie itself was fine. <laughs> like it was okay, but like the the immersive aspect of it when you're sitting in a theater watching it is it was was the part that was really cool and you're right like if you don't go to a theater to see some of these movies you're gonna lose that to an extent yeah yeah and it's like they're uh, i mean I, and i'm also right there with you man like the the movie going experience is something that you know we've been doing it since we were kids and like you know it's something that we're you, you can you just cherish a movie so much more when you see it in the theater as opposed to seeing it at home I will say, though, at the same time, I'm going to love watching movies at home. So like uh, and I agree with you, I'm not ready to go back to the theater yet. So I like, <laughs> wonder when 1984 does come out. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to I'm going to be sitting at home and I'll be I'll be watching it on HBO Max, man. Um, it is sad, though, like to think that the theaters are going to be suffering a little bit. And like, I don't I don't see the theaters going away. I I, I see them still being around and um, I hope so. they're they're going to be rare. They're going to be yeah. a, like I was hearing a lot of people compare this to arcades as well. Like arcades were huge back in the 80s, you know, and then home home consoles started coming mm. around and like it was, you know, you play games at homes now. And yeah, arcades are still around, you know, yeah. you, you, whether you go to a boardwalk or like there's, uh, you know, what is it back home? I think there's Yestercades. Yestercades in Somerville. Uh, you know, there's bar, there's a few barcades around. Those yeah. are pretty cool. But like that, that's the thing. They're like, uh, you know, they're so few and far between out here. Like we're talking about, we, we just named three of them and they're all like 50 miles away from each other, you know, like 30, 40, 50 miles away from each other. It's like, it's a night out. Like it's a, it's a whole like excursion to go and, to go and go to a arcade at this point. I hope that theaters don't become that. Like I like being able to take a quick little drive down to Manville 15, 20 minutes away, see a yeah. movie and come home and, and whatever and you know do a do a podcast about it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I I'm I'm completely with you. I don't want to have to drive 50 miles to see a movie yeah. in a theater, but I guess I guess what my point was though is like I can't see them just being completely eradicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I still think we'll still have them, and I still think we're gonna have them where they are gonna be easy to get to or quick to get to. Like we probably won't have as many, but I like I hope that the same thing as you. My town, uh, it's about a ten minute drive, and I'm I'm at my theater. You know? Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, awesome. hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully they're still around, dude. But mm-hmm. also, also jumping back to the you know the theater going experience, I, I just want to like bring up stuff like you know Star Wars, uh, MCU, DC. Like, what what is that experience going to be like now? You know, like that 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 was one of my favorite experiences going like when Spider Man was released or when the Avengers was released, and you go in there and you're sharing that experience with all these other fans. You're cheering in the theater. You're crying together. You're having this emotional you know experience with all these strangers and it that doesn't happen with every movie like there's i'll only go opening night to those you know those big blockbuster movies other than that like i'm not gonna go see a horror movie opening night on friday because you're gonna have a bunch of assholes sitting in the back (laughs) talking through the whole fucking thing it's it's really interesting um just doing like movie reviews on on our podcast is 
this is the only time, like last five years since we've started doing this, this is the only time that I've ever really gone to movies on opening night more than like just some like huge experience maybe or like, but like to be honest, any huge experience, I usually, I used to stay away from them on opening night night because I was like, I don't want to fucking go through the hassle of like trying to get tickets, whatever. But now it's like, all right, I got to do like this movie comes out on Friday. I got to do a review tonight. <laughs> like I need to get my ass to the theater somehow, like get a ticket weeks beforehand, like take the day, like take the morning off and go to like a matinee show or something like, you know, and it's really interesting. The, the, you know, those shows that I went to on opening night that were like big, huge releases, like, I don't know, probably, probably a couple of star Wars and like, uh, the, the MCU releases, you go there and people are like dressed up. Like it was so weird, like to go to Manville and see like people dressed up as like all the Avengers, you know, like a row of, you know, teenagers dressed up as the Avengers or whatever. Like it's so, such a wild experience to see that because like, I, like I said, I never really went to opening nights and stuff. And that's something that I hope will continue. Like, and, and like you said, I think you're right. We probably won't. I don't think theaters are going to go away, but I think that there are probably more than a few going to go out of business. And I'm worried that it's going to be all the all the ones that are like really trying to like the independent movie theaters that are really trying to do something for the community and like yeah. the their film lovers out there and stuff like that. But, um, you know, what can you do? I'm I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm not going to go <laughs> risk getting covid to uh, save a theater. No, yeah, yeah dude, I'm right there with you, man. They're making enough money. I mean, they're struggling, yeah. but th- that's the business there and I'm not going to risk getting sick. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can you can uh cover up, you know, 6 feet in between each chair, but what about <laughs> the guy that sat in that chair before me? I'm I'm good. Yeah. I don't I don't tr- and I don't, I don't trust the teenagers that work there to like do an overly good job of cleaning the place either, you know? No, bro. When I was a teenager working, I didn't give a shit about cleaning, man. I, yeah, I can't exactly. imagine these teenagers are gonna care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh that should be interesting. But all right, so let me ask you this. What um what releases coming out next year are you like really looking forward to? Like I'm looking forward to a lot of the DC stuff. Uh or whatever DC stuff is coming out. I forget, like, exactly. I had a whole list before. I don't have it in front of me. But um. uh, that's a All right. So I actually had a, <laughs> I had a list of, like, the WB movies that are going to be getting dropped. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what's on that list? All right. So I've got – I didn't write all of them down. I just wrote, like, the big names that were, like, damn, I can't believe it's these are coming down. So oh, we've got – the one before you start, the one that I was like super excited about, right? Dune is Dune is gonna get dropped, right? Dune is getting and, dropped, yes. And I was like, holy shit, they're gonna be fucking pissed that that's not coming out in like Justin theaters at first. But I yeah. want to fucking watch that as soon as it comes out. <laughs> See, so for me, um, Dune was never like my was never like my cup of tea when the church. Oh, hold on one second. Hey, hey, <laughs> this is like the one downfall of doing this in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boy. It's okay. It's just the neighbor. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Hopefully, that doesn't happen too often. <laughs> you good? All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, Dune. Like, uh, I, I know a lot of people are excited about that. Like, my brother was extremely excited about it. He watched the old David Lynch movie, and like, I think there were books and stuff too. We read. Yeah. Yeah, there were there was a whole series, but like yeah. Dune was the big one. Yeah, 
I just remember I never saw any of that stuff. I don't know any of like the original material or anything, but once I saw that giant worm in the trailer, I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about this worm and it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Plus I was, you know, I was excited to see Timothy Chalamet do something like, you know, a big blockbuster movie final. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I think he's going to, he looks pretty good. And like everybody looks just, I, it just looks really cool. Like that movie. So yeah. I'm excited yeah, I, for it. I, I can see that being like the next big, well, you know, like that next big cinematic <laughs> home cinematic movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we'll see uh, how it goes. Uh, but yeah, that one I'm looking forward to. So these other movies that are dropping, we've got Tom and Jerry. I'm not surprised about that. Yeah, um, yeah whatever. That that's a whatever movie. I'm, um, that's, that's a live action, right? They're doing live action. It's Tom and Jerry, animated. Yeah, animated live action. It's a mix kind of. Right. So I Tom and Jerry are animated, and then everyone else is. Was it Chloe Grace Moretz is is in it? Oh my god, it's gonna be weird, man. I don't yeah. know about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we got so here's here's the ones that are like, damn, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, that uh, was the DC. That was a big DC one that I was thinking because that one's been on my radar for a long time now. Yeah, so. I mean, you got James James Gunn directing a giant, huge cast of of these characters yeah. and like funny characters that like I'm I'm just, I'm looking forward to it so much. I, I love I love the idea that they're just going to kill off like half their cast right away and they're all these huge actors that they got to like be yeah. in a movie for 15 minutes or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know Nathan Fi- you know Nathan Fillion's not going to last yeah. more than a second. <laughs> you know whoever's playing Polka Dot Man is not going to last more than a second. Uh, you yeah. know like <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be so wait. good. Yeah. I Oh man, we should do like a we should do a death pool to see <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> put, oh, put a Deadpool crazy. together and see what characters make it and which ones don't make it. Um, <laughs> uh, Godzilla vs Kong. Yeah, I I don't I don't know if I'm excited about that or not. Like I I don't is it, I, I assume there's a trailer out at this point for that. You no, know? they they released no? there was a comic convention in Brazil. I want to say they released a two second teaser. <laughs> Nice. They li- they literally showed Godzilla swimming towards the camera, and yeah. then Kong and then Kong screaming, and then it said Godzilla. Kong. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Sweet. Um, but that'll be interesting. Uh, Conjuring the Devil made me do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm not thrilled. crazy into that, but like yeah, whatever. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I yeah, I do want to see Mortal Kombat. Not not that I think it's gonna be good, but like. I think it'll be fun, at least like the original Mortal Kombat, you know, like <laughs> you got it, really quickly that the original Mortal Kombat, not that bad, not not that bad. It doesn't right. hold up by any means, but yeah. still, I think it's one of the best <laughs> video game movies made. Yeah, which says something about video game movies in general over the last like <laughs> 30 years, you know? <laughs> yeah, if you're saying more. Yeah, if I'm saying Mortal Mortal Kombat, Kombat. one of the best ones. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, that movie was fun when I was, you know, 15 for sure. I mean, it's still fun to watch. I, I watched it like uh, maybe a year ago and it was like, oh, yeah, this, I, I get into this. Yeah. I'm not going to like I, I'm not going to nominate it for an Oscar or anything. But, uh, you know, it's a good time. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they actually put Goro on screen was I remember being amazed by that as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got uh, the Matrix four. Oh, yeah. Big one. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, considering um, those first three were like that; those were like movies you you 
had to see in the theater. Yeah, you know? like summer blockbuster movies for sure. And I, I'm, I assume that the fourth one is going to be the same type of deal. So, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that, that's that's a movie I would probably go to. The, the other thing is, as long as we're all good, like later on in the year next year, I'm going to go to the theaters to watch a lot of these movies if I can. Like, I'm not going to watch them in my house. I mean, I'll, I'll probably do both if I if I need to, like if I need to watch it again or whatever. But I'm going to try and give the theaters money, you know? Yeah, you figure, though, like the amount of movies that they're going to be dropping on streaming. Plus, by the way, they're only releasing these movies on HBO Max for a month. Yeah, that's right. So you have a month to watch them on the service. Then after that, it's only it's you're, it's only going to be available in theaters. Yeah. Um, but the amount of movies that they're dropping, it's enough to have minimum a movie a month but there's enough movies where it could probably be even two movies a month yeah uh, i mean definitely you look at a release schedule i mean january comes around let's say they don't release anything january but february they'll release tom and jerry mm. probably conjuring yeah then you know march comes around maybe mortal kombat and then by the time you get to the summer, who knows where we're going to be with the vaccine and everything. So they'll what you know, they release Matrix four later on in the year, like during summer blockbuster time. Yeah. If that comes out in July and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all good to go at that point. I'm going to go to the theater and watch that one. You know, like I'd yeah. rather see that in the theater. And then I can just if I like it a lot, I just come home and watch it again on HBO Max. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. Thinking about that scene movie in the theater coming home and then watching it again. Yeah. That's, yeah. All right. And then the last one I got on my list here, there's a bunch of other ones, but these were just the big ones. Um, last one is space jam. Nice. <laughs> I, uh, I, so that's one that I will definitely watch on HBO max. I'm not like going to go spend $15 oh, yeah. to see space jam in theaters, but yeah. I do want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, cause they've been talking about space jam too, for the longest time Yeah, with, and having uh what's his name? LeBron. Uh, LeBron and everything. Yeah. And dude, all the pictures and background stuff I've been seeing for this movie. I'm I'm pretty psyched for it. Uh nice. but yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I'll I'll stay home and watch this one. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> so cool, the only, man. The only ones I would go to the theater for though are uh, I would probably go Suicide Squad, Dune, Matrix, and I, I would go for Godzilla vs. Kong. To be honest, I'm right there with you. I mean, if I'm going to watch Godzilla Kong or if like we end up reviewing it or whatever, I would love to see that in the theater as opposed to like watching it on my TV at home. But uh, that's the thing. Those are the only movies from that list that I would go to the theater for anyway. Like I'm not right. going to go I'm not going to go spend money to watch Tom and Jerry or like, you know, I forget what some of the other ones were. But like <laughs> most of those, most of those I'm not going to go see anyway. The the four that you mentioned yeah. are the four that I would probably end up watching out of those and i would go if if they have them in the theater and all is well i would go to the theater and watch those before watching them on hbo max i would say yeah i don't know if everybody is right there with me i'm sure not i'm sure the theater is going to lose some money on this but um i guess that's life huh <laughs> yeah, yeah. and who knows man Let's see what happens with the theaters too what if they hike their prices up to 20 dollars a ticket now you know yeah that's Let's true see what, see what happens i was gonna say i think uh well, I heard that a lot of the directors are, as you you were talking about earlier a little bit, are like fucking pissed about this. So, like, I'm pretty sure James Gunn wasn't happy. Uh, Chris Nolan 
100% was not happy about uh, mm. like his shit. <laughs> like he's just been talking out about about this for sure. Um, but a lot of the actors, I think, are like worried that they're not going to get paid because they make a lot of their back end stuff on ticket sales. Yeah, a lot of it's through deferred payments. So it's like that. That's how um, <clears throat> you know it's the business motto that Blumhouse, Blumhouse goes through. That's why they can make a movie for ten million dollars, and you have someone like Jamie Lee Curtis or doing a Halloween movie for ten million dollars. Right. You know, when you go through deferred payment, that's when the movie's going to make over you know millions and millions and millions of dollars. You're going to more you're going to make well over your money back. And so through deferred payment, that's how you end up paying your actors. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's scary to think about too. Like as an actor, like, am I going to get paid for all the work I just did? Right. Well, like I know a lot of these, especially the big actors like get paid, like, Hey, if this sells X amount, you're going to get this bonus. Like when they're like, Oh, well it's impossible for that to happen because you're fucking putting it out on streaming at the same time. Like, yeah. Are you going to pay me? Are you going to tell me how many streams you, you know, got and like pay me based on that? Or I know that they're kind of angry about that. But I like I was talking to uh, uh, maybe a month or two ago. We did an interview with um, Sky uh, Walker Whited, uh, who did a movie called By Night's End, uh, directed, and um, he was saying he kind of does his movies the same way, where it's like, all right, so we, you know, got people on. Or that's how he paid for it. He was like, I did this movie for 15 grand or something like that. But it was because I got a couple of these actors that were like somewhat, you know, known actors um, to be in it and told them, all right, so you're going to get it's it's exactly what you said, deferred payment. So, like, yeah, I'll come back and get you later. And this is going to completely screw with that. It's going to be interesting to see how they deal with it. Yeah. But. I think that this is going to fail if all the directors and actors throw all their weight behind it failing, right? So they got to get them on board somehow. Yeah. As I saw Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman, like, essentially she's behind it, I guess. You know, Wonder Woman streaming now, because I've only been seeing her promoting it. Like, Mm -hmm. I look forward to seeing this on HBO Max and everything. And uh, they just did, I think MTV did the... Uh, Lifetime Awards or something, or the GOAT Awards, where they were awarding people from all the prior MTV Movie Awards. So, like, they took all the best kisses, all the best kisses throughout the year. Right. And then they they said who who actually had the best kiss of all time. Um, Was it the Spider-Man one? No, I really thought it was going to be. It was it was Sarah Michelle Geller from Cruel Intentions. Oh, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, that was a good one, too. But come on. No, it absolutely should have been the Spider-Man the one. Spider-Man one's the most memorable kiss of all time. In, in absolutely. A fucking, at least in like a pop movie, right? Like that's. Uh, yeah, no, I'm totally know. with you. I'm glad we agree on that. I'm glad <laughs> we agree on that, because when they went, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so was it at least nominated? I hope so. Right? It was. It was one of them. It right. was one of them. Jesus. Whatever. Oh, oh, shit. What were we talking about, man? I forget. I, forget. No, I, got, I got angry about the Goat Awards now. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were talking about Gal Gadot and... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, she's backing it up and everything. And they... Uh, she got... She was on the award show for something. And then she said, well, here's a special clip of 
you know, Wonder Woman 1984, look forward to it on HBO Max. So it's like she's out there. She's supporting it, whether it's because, you know, she's contracted to or has to or actually wants the movie to do well on streaming. Yeah. Um, you know, some of them are getting behind it. But well, I see that as kind of a different thing, right? Like, I get why they're doing it with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, and that was like, I feel like that they kind of um, got together with the team behind Wonder Woman at least a little bit. Like, they're they're reports that like people that were involved in these movies that are getting released didn't hear about the fact that they were going to drop these streaming until like half an hour before the announcement. It's like, all right, that's fucked up. <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So like, you know, th- there's, there's a difference between like, I-, I could see why Wonder Woman is being released like that. I don't understand why a movie that's being released in the third quarter of 2021 they are already saying we're going to release at the same time. Don't get me wrong. For the most part, I'm going to watch it and like enjoy the fact that I can just watch it in my, in my house. But like, yeah, uh, I could see why people are a little bit upset about things, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's understandable, especially again, like you're going into a project. You're like, Oh man, I'm, uh, I mean, imagine that. Imagine you're working on, let's say, uh, let's say like you were working on Suicide Squad, like you were one of the the whether you're, you know, an actor, production, producer, whatever, you know, let's say you were working on that movie. You're all excited about how it's going to blow up in the theater. And then, yeah, like you said, a half hour before it's released, you find out, oh, it's going to streaming. Like, yeah, yeah, you'd be a little pissed. It's I don't know. It's it's wild. And and and. You know, like people are I, I just pulled up an article a little bit ago, but um, people are like talking about how it's they had no plan for like how to pay people or like what's the what's the compensation going to be for the people that are getting kind of screwed over by this and like stuff like that. So like it feels like they kind of just tried to jump on to a trend and theaters are pissed that they're like kind of cutting them out of everything. Like there's this whole there's every everybody's everybody's mad. Except for the uh, people that are going to, you know, uh, reap the benefits of being able to watch it at home. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the, yeah. Yeah, it's the people, you know, higher up in the business that are, that barely had to do anything. Yeah. That are going to be, you know, lining their pockets more than anyone else that actually put the blood, sweat, and tears into it. Just like yeah. any, just like any company, though. I was going to say, that's how it always is, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, so WB 2021 release is going to HBO Max. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> Should be interesting. <laughs> oh man, I'm 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 gonna be honest though. Really, really quickly again before we before we go on to this uh, to this movie. You know, thinking about it, like like you said, like the. The day the movie was getting released, you would go like first thing in the morning, catch the matinee. That's that's how I always go and see the movies now. Like unless it's a big blockbuster release and I got to see it opening night and be around the crowd and everything. Anything else? I'm going first showing of the day on a Wednesday. Just so I I don't just so I don't have to be around people. Like the one thing I'm not going to miss is being around people. Yeah, fucking a. If I could, I would. That's how I would always watch movies. If I didn't have a nine to five job, you know, like yeah. Now as it is, like if I want to do that, I got to take like half a day off of work and like go in early or whatever, you know. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, it's I, I completely agree. That's the way to see a movie like you and two other people in the theater. Very aggressively spaced out <laughs> across the entire theater, <laughs> just like chilling and fucking enjoying your space and like nobody being an asshole in the theater is that's the best way to watch it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and you say in perfectly spaced apart, I, I always be in the first person in the theater and then you see someone walk in and you just eyeball them like, where the fuck are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. You better oh, yeah. go over there. <laughs> like, you know? I always, I always like, I'm keeping an eye on people. Like if they sit too close to me, I'll like go, like if it's before the movie starts, I'll like go out to the lobby, come back, like, you know, take a piss or whatever, come back in and like sit somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Further away for a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, dude. Well, that's our, that's our talk with HBO max and movies and stuff. Uh, you ready to talk about the new mutants? I'm, I'm ready. My yeah. soul's prepared. I'm right. Uh, all right. So everyone should know before we came on here to talk about this, Steve was telling me how much he loved this movie. He said it was the best <laughs> X-Men movie ever made. Um, Oh man, if only I had high hopes for this one. I did. I like when I, you know, five years ago when I first saw the trailer, (laughs) you, me, you, me and everybody we know, bro. Like I remember when this trailer first dropped, I'm sure me and you experienced the same thing. CNA was like, holy shit. It's a It's our first horror superhero movie. I can't wait to see this. Yeah. Like, holy shit. They're really going to go in on like, superhero like x-men style like horror movie i am i was super excited they had this uh young up-and-coming cast that no one had heard of and then uh come five years later and there's a bunch of other movies that you should watch instead of this one that the cast is in (laughs) 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 but like yeah man it's it's so wild like i i remember i guess before we get into uh talking about the movie proper i forget what movie it was that that i saw that i went to the theater saw the trailer for this and i was like holy shit like this could be something different and i like at that point we we're like so inundated with this is like pre like black panther and pre civil pre civil war i think even now maybe maybe after civil war or the trailer but like it was like right around the time when marvel didn't have a lot of films that like were super different from each other i think it was pre guardians of the galaxy right so like it was before they really like spread kind of uh their wings a little bit in terms of uh their superhero stuff and i was like oh they're gonna go in a different direction i'm super excited about this and now like having seen this movie makes me be nervous about the new doctor strange movie which is supposed to be like the you know, horror movie, jump into horror movies for, for the MCU. And like, I liked the original Doctor Strange well enough. It was fine, but it wasn't like amazing. And I hope they do a good job with the horror one. But I, now I don't, I just don't trust Marvel to do horror after the, after watching this. Yeah. And we'll talk about why. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm piggyback off you too. I'm, I'm after watching this movie and, you know, we'll, we'll dig a little bit more into it, but after watching this and the lack of horror that was in this movie, like the elements were there. It just, it just, it wasn't what I was expecting five years ago either. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say Blade was probably a better comic book horror movie than, than this was. And I, even Blade, I, I would say, you know, it's an action, more it's action, more action. Yeah, but- 
but still it it's vampires and there's blood and it's got yeah. the heart it's got more horror elements to it i think it did the uh, horror elements better yeah especially in, especially blade 2 you yeah. know with uh Guillermo del Toro doing it like i thought the horror elements like was it the uh the antagonists in blade two, like they were creepy as fuck. I remember like the first time you see their jaw open up and I was like, Holy shit, look at that fucking thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like they were, <laughs> they were creepy. Whereas, you know, the horror elements in this were, I don't know. They were more comical than, than scary. Um, yeah. Or like, they just, it just didn't feel like it felt like a, like teenage drama that they tried to put horror elements into as opposed to the other way around, which is what it should have been. Right. Like it should have been a horror movie that like just had teenagers in it. Like, you know, yeah. uh, lost boys type of thing or something like that. You know, like just something like that. Uh, but this felt like they were going, they were leaning way too hard on the drama and they were not paying attention to the horror elements. It, it felt a lot more like a YA movie. You yeah, know, like uh, like a Twilight or a Hunger Games to an yeah. extent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and that was exactly what we weren't supposed to be getting, like based mm. on the initial trailer, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, then so we got the trailer. Then you know we said five years later, like there was all those delays. They were talking about doing reshoots. I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't think they did any reshoots. Well, they said that they ended up just releasing the original, which is what everybody wanted them to do in the first place. They were like, what the fuck? Like they, I think they did some reshoots and then nobody liked them. So they got rid of them and like went back to the mostly what was in the original, as far as I recall. And like, it's fucking trash. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Um. (laughs) There are, there are so many, there are so many like, places that you can see all of these actors that are so much better um i forget a couple of their names but like well here let's let's talk about the actors first yeah before, yeah before let's we get it. into the into the main bulk of the why you love this movie so much <laughs> uh, so we um I'm, I'm not gonna know all the actors names i'm just gonna know the one like the one's that I actually know. I didn't look any of their names up or anything, but like, yeah. you know, we have people like, um, Maisie Williams, mm-hmm. Anya Taylor, joy. Um, those are the two that stick out to me. The dude from stranger things. Yeah. Ch- uh, Charlie Heaton. Yeah. There you go. Uh, actually I just brought up the thing cause I wanted to remember all their names. So, uh, blue hunt is the, is the girl who plays uh, Danny Moonstar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think she's really in anything, but, Alice Braga is really good. She plays Dr. Reyes. Um, yeah, she's she's usually always good. Anytime I yeah. see anything. Uh, and I forget the other the other kid is uh, what the hell? I forget his name. But uh, um, Sunspot. Yeah. In two seconds. But um, it was really like I, I, I wrote down a list. I was like, ah, you know what you should watch instead? Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, Teen Wolf, Queen's Gambit, Barry, Thoroughbreds, The Dark Crystal, Peaky Blinders, Emma, and the last six of those are just Anya Taylor Joy. Like, go what? Like these these actors have put out so many other good things since, and I think all those have come out since that original trailer. Like since they filmed this movie, right? So it's like cool. I mean, like if this came out when it was supposed to come out, maybe I would have given it a little more credit. But the fact that 
they have all like progressed so much in their career since then mm-hmm. is kind of a uh this is a letdown what seeing them like the regression of all of the actors that are in this movie you know yeah and not only that but it's just a bad script <laughs> it, w- it was not a good script at all by <laughs> any means um i mean you can see i, I would say mi- bad script mixed with bad direction yeah. uh because like you said seeing anya taylor joy i think she's an incredible actress she's like she is like one of the best up and coming actresses over the past five years, I would say, you know, from doing the witch to, um, that's right. I forgot. I left the witch off of that, that list. <laughs> yeah. Witch split. Um, even the queen's gambit now queen's on gambit Netflix. Awesome. Like it, she's so talented and so good. And watching her in this, I was like, Oh God. Like, yeah, she's trying to do a shitty, like Russian accent. It, and... The Russian accent, like, and there there was the one part right in the beginning when uh Danny Moonstar like she goes to run off of the uh the property and she runs into like that forest field. Oh, by the way, spoilers, spoilers. Um yeah. <laughs> she goes to run off and then she runs into the forest field. And as she's running away though, Anya Taylor Joy is like, run, new girl, run, <laughs> run. It looks so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> like, I can't like I I can't imagine like directing that scene and like being like all right we got it let's go let's move on yeah. <laughs> you know like holy shit and then there's there's so many moments like though that is it's just the dialogue is is just very um it's very like teenage drama but without any of the like. You could tell that it's somebody who wanted to make it's 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 like a fifty year old guy who's like trying to make teenage girls sound accurate or something like yeah. it just doesn't none of it rings really true yeah. to what's going on and like it just feels like really forced the entire time. Yeah, but and then even with the uh, the guy who played Cannonball, like yeah. his a- his accent was going in and out all the time. <laughs> it's like southern he, accent. He, He's one second. I'm from Kentucky. Then it sounds like I'm from New Jersey. And yeah. you know, like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know, uh, um, and then like, man, yeah, I, I can't disagree with you at all on the dialogue, man. It was terrible. The, the back and forth between the care and dude, that's, that is a perfect way of putting it too. It's a, it's a, it's an older guy thinking like, Hey, this is how teenagers talk. now. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it felt like, man. I I, I don't know. So let's actually here we go. I'm I'm on the page, so I might as well look who who wrote it. Uh, Josh Boone, who's only a yeah. couple years older than me, and Nate Lee, yeah, spelled K N A T E Lee, uh, who wrote Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Okay, it's all coming to a head now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh man, I mean, uh, n- not to crap on the entire cast or anything, but I mean, you know, the the who played Doctor Reyes, I thought she was pretty good considering. Mm-hmm. I even think some of her dialogue was a little whack at some points, though. Like especially like when she's she's like you know spelling out her master plan at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about, like. 
Um, it was terrible script writing. Uh, and then Maisie Williams, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I, I would agree. say she. I would say she was probably one of the be- better, not just better characters, but better performers in this. I thought she she did very well. And that that makes I think that makes a lot of sense because I think she was like one of the more other than. Um, Alice Braga, who played Dr. Reyes, she was one of the more seasoned at that point. She had been on, you know, a few seasons of Game of Thrones already at that point. So, like, she kind of felt like she was, like, grounded a little bit more in her character where a lot of, like, Anya Taylor-Joy felt kind of out of her depth in terms of trying to play this, like, weird rush. I will say, I wish that they had concentrated a little bit more on uh them discovering how to use their powers and like how to deal with their powers as like a metaphor for puberty because that's exactly what you were like should have been doing this entire fucking movie and that would have been way cooler if like you know you learn more about the limbo that Anya taylor joy could go in or you know Ilyana's character could go into or like yeah you got more of like a point of view of, of the wolf from Maisie Williams point of view or something like that, you know, like yeah. they could have done so much more with that type of stuff. I think that other than just like leave, I, I think their biggest uh, mistake or like the, their the biggest problem with this is that they kind of boiled all their characters down to just their, you know, their torment and like what what was really fucking them up in terms of like why they were all a little bit you know disturbed and should have they probably should all be in a in therapy maybe not like this you know forced prison shit but like i think if they had gone more into that and less of the like you know teen drama slash romance it would have been a much stronger movie for it yeah yeah i'm with you it, it didn't it seemed like I, I guess that might actually be one of the faults to a lot of the characters too is like we did get a different variety of characters to an extent but at the same time you, you're right like it mainly revolved around like their torments of like when they first discovered their powers and like but but we only got like little snippets of that yeah on all of them you know like the what was it um sunspot like when he's in the pool and everything and and see, I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, oh, man, he fried his girlfriend in the pool. But, you know, it, it doesn't turn out to be that at all. all. It, um, and, and it revolves more around like it, it revolves more around Danny's, you know, obviously it revolves more around her powers. And like she's mm-hmm. like brand new to her powers compared to how everyone else has probably been used to their powers a little bit more at this point, because, I mean, we see flashbacks of Anya Taylor-Joy as a child. So it's like, you know, she's, she's had a little bit more time with her powers, I guess. Yeah. Man, I, I don't want to keep jumping all over the place, but like now, like I'm also thinking of like that, the, the setting that they're in where like, yeah, they're in a, uh, it is almost like a, like a mental hospital more or less. Like they're, they're on lockdown in, in like this psychiatric ward kind of thing and they can't go anywhere be, because of their powers. And like it would, what does kind of suck about this movie is like if you don't know the characters or you don't know the story, there is like a little bit of a twist there. But mm-hmm. it's like you know what the twist is when you see the trailer. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like you know 
like they think they're there because they're being bred to be X-Men. But like, you know, that's not an X-Men house, you you know. Yeah, exactly. I wish they had. Well, I guess you I guess you would. Pick up on that if you're like uh, if you're kind of savvy about how horror movies work, you'd pick up on it. All is not as it seems anyway, like, you know, pretty early into this. But. The thing is, they don't really go like it never. It never seems to find its. Uh, it never seems to find its footing in terms of like what it wants to be, whether it wants to be like I. I, I was really hoping it was just like, all right, this is a horror movie. Like you're just gonna have to deal with these kids being in horrible situations for the entire time, and like mm-hmm. we're gonna find out how it goes. And like they could have done that super easily, I think, but they had to have. You know, these little like pair off romances and all this other stuff, which you can still do in a horror type movie. But like, I don't know, it just felt like there was a lot. They were trying to force like two or three different movies into one. And that doesn't work too often. Well, I I don't know about you, but did you ever feel like you were watching The Breakfast Club at any point? Yeah, for sure. Like when they're up in the uh, in the attic. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Doing the truth or dare shit like yeah yeah exactly yeah like and like they it's like they're sneaking like there's the scene in a breakfast club where they're sneaking out of the library and they're like oh this is the time of day where this and this happens so we got this much time to get to here and here and here Mm -hmm. and like that's it that's essentially what happened in this movie like they drug dr reyes they're like and they're all like let's run (laughs) and then like (laughs) they run and like they go to the attic and everything and like it's like it was it was like a it felt like a coming of age movie with a horror movie also as a YA movie like yeah you know and yeah. it's like apparently this the the director uh was planning on this being a trilogy really yeah so this was supposed to be the first one and the second one uh was supposed to get involved with Mr. Sinister and then by the third one it was it took place more in limbo and there's there's like a dark entity that's in limbo that magic is revolved involved with. But like w- with what he did with this one, it's like if he didn't know what he was, how they were putting this movie together, how could you have planned a trilogy? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like I, that sounds interesting. I would love to see somebody do that well, but I don't wouldn't trust this guy with that <laughs> by any yeah, means. Absolutely not. Um, especially like, you know. I would love to see a, a movie that deals with Mr. Sinister. Like he's somebody we haven't seen in on the, you know, on the big screen. Yet. Plus he's been hinted at so many times. Like we yeah. got snippets of him in Logan and Deadpool too. Like he's been, and like now we're, I mean, depending on what MCU does with the X-Men, but like, you know, after it's sad to think about like what we got with apocalypse apocalypse being one of the most, you know, notorious villains in the X-Men. And like one of the most unstoppable characters. And then Mr. Sinister is such a favorite and that he was hinted at so many times, like, Oh shit, we're going to get Mr. Sinister. And it's just like, nah, you know, it's, it's, I was going to say, I wonder if they were hinting at him because this was supposed to be like tied into the larger. Oh no, I guess not because this was, uh, right. Was this Fox? Yeah, yeah, this was this was tied into it was tied into all the other into the X Men universe. It was tied in um, because there's actually clips from Logan in this movie. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
and also a bunch of Buffy clips. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that was the one thing that really pissed me off about this movie was all the fucking – it was like the – Oh man, what what's the what's the terminology when you you show something in anticipation for it happening later on? Like foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Thank you. Yeah. It, and it's foreshadowing like the romance between Danny and uh, Wolfsbane, and like yeah. you know it, it it the they the fact that they put Hush the the most popular episode of Buffy up on the TV <laughs> with the uh, with the gentleman, and then later on we get these. You know, the smiling men, the which smiling, yeah, you know, like it was it. It would have made sense if like you had if they showed that episode of Buffy and the gentleman came up and like someone reacted to them, like got scared of them. And that's why the smiling men were around. Yeah, it's but, it's interesting. It's uh, I, I think it's a thing that Logan does really well and that this movie did really badly. Um <laughs> Was showing something that's like uh, touching on the themes of what you're doing and uh, foreshadowing. I think in Logan, they play parts of Shane, which is an old Western. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Logan is basically a Western. Um, and it's just like it's it's done so well uh, where it's like, all right, this is what some of the themes are. Like, you can get it from this, but we're not going to like show like for instance in this movie like the willow kiss scene (laughs) like before there's a you know uh teen romance like a lesbian teen romance that comes later on in the movie it's like all right that's pretty on the nose guys like fucking let's relax but um yeah it is it it is like i I think i think that this movie is if you can't say anything else about it it's it's very blatant and blunt in what it's trying to say it's not super um Hey, you get it? Nuanced. Do you yeah. get it? Do you get it? That's what we're doing. You get you're, it? You're too stupid to get like a <laughs> a nuanced or a nuanced thing here. So we're just going to tell you exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> oh yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's uh, ah, we could go on about this <laughs> for um, hours, and we might. What, <laughs> what did uh to bring it up the the smiling the smiling man? What what did you think of them? Um, I thought they were creepier in the, like, they showed in the trailer, right? I thought they were yeah. creepier in the trailer than they were in the movie. Um, they were fine, actually. They weren't, they weren't too bad. Um, in terms of. You like their, uh, their club outfits? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even notice that too much the first time I saw it. And I just watched <laughs> this again, um, like two days ago. And yeah, it's pretty like weird. <laughs> But all all it, evil and demonic and shit, but they got their button up shirts tucked yeah. into their jeans. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's I, I don't know who dressed them, but like they're supposed to be I, I, like, what were they even supposed to be? Just like some guys at a fucking monastery or something that abused her when she was a kid or something like I don't know if that's as it, I, I don't you might know more about the comics or something than I do or maybe not. But like. I don't know if that's a thing from the comics that just isn't really explained very well here or whatever. But so the the smiley men, I don't that I don't know much about them. I, I assume the same as you that they these were just like characters from when she was a child, and this is like they might not have looked actually looked like that when she was a child, but that's how like her mind remembers yeah. them. You know, um, the smiley men, I don't really remember from the comics too well. Uh, actually, I, I don't know the New Mutants at all. 
Yeah, really. I never I never read the New Mutants. I heard mm. it was good, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they were interesting. So like, I found them to be one of the more effective like horror pieces of the movie. Mm. That doesn't mean they're a great horror piece. That just means mm. that this movie didn't have many really good ones, and yeah. they were one of the better ones. Uh, I I would have liked them better if they kept the the um, the smiley face the mask masks on. on. Yeah. yeah, I think that would have worked out better instead of having like the eyeless fang mouth thing. But I would agree with that. I think that they immediately like took away a lot of the mystery and like the horror of what was like, what's scary about them, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, so I streamed this on, uh, on Amazon on the fire stick. And when I was looking at the, the credits, it actually said Marilyn Manson played one of the smiley men, or he might've played all of them and they just superimposed them all over the place. But apparently I I don't know if that's actually accurate or not, (laughs) but I was like, all right. So, Marilyn Manson is acting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. I mean, that's hardly acting, I suppose. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Body, I guess, just body acting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. I wonder why. I, it's not like I don't think he's like a super strange body type or anything like that. That would like. I don't know. Maybe they were just like, this will get us some uh, indie cred, you know, or like some like goth cred or something. Yeah, all the goth kids are going to love us. Now. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. I, I, I had not heard that. Um. <clears throat> what, what other, uh, what other, like, we'll say horror elements did you think were, what did you, which ones do you think were good and which ones do you think were like not, not great? All right, so the to me, I think one of the best horror elements in this was definitely the pool scene where uh, Sunspot's swimming in the pool and he thinks he's swimming with Anya Taylor Joy, and then all of a sudden she lights she like lights on fire. Yeah, it it was creepy. Like the creepy aspect was there for it, and as far as the horror aspect goes, it was pretty good. Um, I was even I was actually more uh, startled by when all the other characters come into the pool area and then he's lit on fire. Cause I wasn't expecting him to like, they come in and he's screaming and everything at the top of his lungs. And I was like, all right, that's actually pretty impactful. Yeah. Um, I liked that a lot. The smiling men. I didn't, I didn't like at all. Um, they, 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 uh, <laughs> demon bear. I just thought he was cool. I didn't find anything scary about demon bear. I just thought he was pretty badass. It's just a giant bear, mystical bear. Um, I kind of felt the same way about that. It was like, yeah, yeah that bear's fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was cool. Uh, but other than that, man, yeah, like the, any of the other horror elements that maybe they tried to do that I'm trying to remember, I can't really think. Nothing else really worked for me. I would say the swimming pool scene was about it. And, <clears throat> oh, that weird scene in the shower with Maisie Williams and the guy Brandon her again. Oh, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty decent. Um, and then she had that for the rest of the movie on her neck. Yeah, like, that was cool that that stayed there. Um, I agree with you. Like, like the bear was cool, but it was just like a badass big, big old fucking bear. It wasn't like super scary or anything. Yeah, it wasn't like those old. Uh, what, do you remember those like teddy bears, but they had like the fucking horror faces on them? 
that like they were there there were toys of them like back when we were kids oh man is it the teddy scares maybe i don't know if they were called i don't know what they were called but yeah they were just like they were basically a teddy bear but they had this like warped like angry mutant bear face on them and i don't know oh were, man like i wish it was more scary kind of in that vein see i think you know i know you saw okay. annihilation uh the the alex garland movie yeah yeah, the the de- the demon bear in that was fucking terrifying. That that yeah. bear scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that uh, was fucking cool and terrifying. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Demon bear was just a giant badass bear. There was, uh, and then once you learn like what demon bear is, it's like not really scary, but still, he's just cool. Yeah, I, I feel like there were a lot of scenes where they wanted you to like. They wanted to give off this like feeling of menace of of the doctor, but I never felt like she was all that menacing, like the way she was written, her character. Mm-mm. Like I thought she did a fine. Uh, uh, I thought she did a fine job, like acting the part, but it was just never. I was like, you're not scary in any way, and like she keeps yeah. referring to like her. I I know they're Employer. trying to set up a sequel, but like yeah, my my uh, employers or whatever she says all the time. It's like all right. It's fucking Mr. Sinister, I guess. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like and that was that was like the big twist thing now where it was like, yeah. oh, is it Mr. Is it Professor Xavier? No, it's Mr. Sinister. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, but her oh man, you saying that too? like her constantly saying my employer, my employer. It's like <laughs> there's other words you could have used other than employer there. Yeah, I don't and know. Employer not, just what, whatever. <laughs> Now, now that you're saying it, it might not even be employer, but it's this. Use the same term over and over again. It might yeah. have been like my my, um, the man I work for. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But whatever the hell it was, she just kept saying the same thing. Like you know, I know you're trying to like build a, a, you know, the memory of this in in the audience's head. But like Jesus, you could go about it better. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there were any other scenes that were like good horror scenes, but I think you. Named both of them. It's not even really a hard, or I guess kind of, but the scene where, um, what the hell's his name? Uh, Cannonball, like blasts through all the smiley guys and like that part was pretty cool. And the yeah, like that's that's another one that like that was cool, but not like scary, you know? Like yeah, that was just badass. <laughs> um, I liked his power probably. I thought they did the most with his power. Yeah, uh, in terms I, of like visually. Other than like the giant fucking bear, obviously, but like, yeah, I I agree with you on that. Like when you first see Cannonball use his power, like he's latching himself up to that giant boulder on the ground, yeah, and then like he takes off and he just starts spinning all over the place and he's bouncing <laughs> off the ground and shit, and it's like, all right, that's a cool way to introduce this guy's power. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, it, I I agree with you. His was very unique. If if we're gonna jump on everyone's power and like how how it. They came about, I, w- I would say, Anya Taylor-Joy, going back to her again, where when she, I thought she was badass, like, as far as, like, you know, her power went, like, her eyes glowed, and then, and then like, her arm turned into that sword, and and when she started fighting, I was like, all right, she's badass. I wish we got to see more of her fighting instead of the constant cuts. Exactly. Um, so, that, like, the third act was, like, almost essentially ruined because of that. Sunspot. You know, when you again, when you first see his power, it's like it's it's creepy and eerie. 
And then when he blasts it on later, it's again momentarily, and then there's cuts. And then Maisie Williams turning into the wolf. You know, I've seen it before, seen it done better. Um, and then, I mean, that was pretty much it, right? That's all the. Yeah. And then, you know, Danny. Danny, who it's just when she falls asleep, she has nightmares. Yeah. yeah her shit is like <laughs> activating everybody else's shit. <laughs> Basically, yeah. everybody else's like problems, <laughs> deep seated uh, issues. But um, yeah, like seeing, uh, you know, Anya Taylor Joy's character fight the bear was cool and like have and have um lockheed her dragon like turn into a real dragon as she comes back from uh limbo like that's cool i wish they had done a better job with it and like maybe extended it a little bit um because it was like power had been fairly like blah before that before she like went full badass it's like uh, you know all right i get it you can like teleport and you can turn your arm into metal, and that's all we get to see, really, up, up until that point. Because um, you did yeah. get a, like uh, you did get like a little tease of it earlier on when, you know, when ma- magic Anya Taylor Joy, like when she discovers, like, oh, this, it's all because of Danny, and she goes and she says, "You want to see my power?" and she throws her to the ground, and then all of a sudden they're in limbo and her eyes are glowing. Like that part was cool. And like, yeah, that it was a cool tease to like what we were going to get later on. But then they, I don't know, they shut the bed. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't. It just there was so there were, there was potential for sure, mm-hmm. but it was just not. That de- it definitely didn't live up to any of it, and I think that's you know a lot down to what the script was. I don't know what kind of constraints they had filming this, but the direction wasn't all that stellar either, as far as I could tell. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of like meddling or whatever that happened with this, but you know, obviously it was five years between the trailer and when it came out. So something fucking happened, but um, you know, it's, it, it was a lot of like, just, it seemed like it was always, behind the scenes they were doing reshoots and all this stuff and then they were canceling the reshoots and it seemed like a movie that could have really gone for just being a lot more streamlined and just you know be what it is you know be a horror movie you know, yeah that's that's a you know x x-men adjacent horror movie and yeah. just do that you know now <clears throat> yeah, whatever we got what, what we got we we did get what we get. We waited years for it, and unfortunately, it was a letdown. Unfortunately, it was a letdown. As I was watching it, man, I was like, "All right, I'm into this. Uh, I'm into this." <sighs> I'm. Uh, I think I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. Well, powers. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> oh, oh, you. Oh, you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that happened. Okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I will say a lot of the moments that took me out of it were like dialogue moments, really. Like just the sheer dumbness of some of the lines. And like uh, they were delivered fine too, but 
like I said earlier, this is a bunch of actors who have since become better actors, <laughs> like in the in the years since. So like you can see them acting better than this. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Oh, I wanted to say there was one point that I like got a little. It got me, even though I was like, "This is so fucking cheesy." I like wish it wouldn't. I, I wish I didn't react this way to it. But the the very end. I don't know if you remember this, where she's given the uh, speech about the bear and she's like, oh, there's two bear, every, there's two bears inside everybody. One that's like, I, I forget exactly what it is, but it's like, all right, which one wins is the one you feed. And I was like, all right, you got me. You fucks. <laughs> so fucking cheesy, but fine. Like, actually, I, I had a, I had a reaction to that one. So you did like, you did like that line. Yeah. Yeah. I did. No, well, I, 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 I like that line too, actually. Yeah. Um, but where was the other bear? <laughs> Where was the other bear yeah. at? I wish you saw two bears. Like <laughs> it, it was just two bears fighting each other. Was the end mm-hmm. of this movie? <laughs> uh, what? Oh, okay, one line. One line I thought was really cheesy. Uh, when Anya Taylor Joy gets ready to go fight Demon Bear, and she makes her portal, and I think it's Danny says, "No." It's magic. And she turns around and she goes, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, there were a few moments like that where it's like, and, and that was, that moment was such the, like so ridiculous too, because she's like, does the whole like action scene turn back to the camera and like, so am I. And then jumps through the portal. Like, (laughs) holy shit. You guys really just do that. And that happens. (laughs) Lockheed, oh though, Lo- going back to what you were saying about Lockheed, I was I was happy to see like because I know Lockheed from the comics with right. uh, Kitty uh, was with Kitty Pride, but Magic was involved with Kitty Pride in the comics as well. So it make it does make sense that he would be with her. But at first, I thought it was just a cool little Easter egg having like a stuffed you know the stuffed animal and everything. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when he came to life, and I was like, oh yay! Yeah. <laughs> I was I was like really happy about that. I was really happy to see that. Yeah. Um, and he was cool. Oh, overall, man, I want I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, in comparison, like to all the other X Men movies, would you say this is? Would you say it's the worst one? Would you say it's bottom three? I would have to like go back and like really think about them. But like on off the top of my head, I would say it's it might be the worst one but i don't want to say it's the worst one there are a bunch of bad x-men movies <laughs> oh wow there are there are uh, so honestly i and and my list is probably gonna be different than a lot of people's lists like i i really liked um first class mm-hmm. uh quite a bit like that might be my favorite x-men movie more than uh, logan oh i guess if we're including logan then logan probably is my favorite but um I was just thinking of like the X-Men proper, but I guess we're not doing that, especially considering we're doing new mutants <laughs> yeah. as part of it. So yeah, true. Um, so yeah, Logan's probably my favorite. This one is bad. I, I think the only one I still haven't seen is apocalypse. And I heard that was really, really bad. Um, I like we we did a uh, the Lost Signals did a, a a review of that one and I was like away that week or something yeah and <clears throat> so they did it without me 
And like the best, the best part, <clears throat> the best part is Scott loves Apocalypse, mm. and so he came out of the movie like I think he was like predestined to like the movie. Like the the further he got away, so like as soon as he came out of the movie, he's like, yeah, I thought it was really good. And like the further you got away from him, him having watched it, the more he was like, that movie is not very good. But like, <laughs> you know, it was like he had oh, the. He, the the fanboy fatigue, right? Yeah, exactly. Like two years hence, like since he watched it or whatever, he's like, yeah, it wasn't very good. You know, <laughs> just like <laughs> you fucking love that movie. You gave it like a nine when you came out of the theater. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Where would you put it on your on your list? <laughs> uh, it's definitely not my least favorite. Like I would definitely put I would put X3 mm. below it. Uh, I would also put uh, Origins below it. After that, I mean, it, you know, it, it's I, I would probably even it out. I want to say I would say Apocalypse might have been a little bit better, but I, w- I would actually put them on the same playing field. I didn't hate Apocalypse the way everyone else did. I actually was pretty entertained by Apocalypse. Yeah, um, I would put Dark Phoenix below it, too. So I would say I wouldn't put it in my bottom three, but I would definitely put it in my probably my bottom five. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I I don't know. It'd probably be in my bottom three, but I'd really have to like think about it, like get a list of all of them, like write it all out. Like that's that's how I do my that's how I do my list. I like I really got to put it all in front of me and like just think about it, and because I'll, I'll I'll change stuff like over and over and over again until I get my final list. You know. Yeah, I've done, I've done that with the MCU like multiple times. Like I'm like, well, did I like Thor? dark world's better than the incredible hulk like, <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah when it gets down there like i don't know it's I, I i should go back through the mcu and do that again some point soon they're up to how many movies they have now 21 jesus 22 i think it's wild freaking wild man but as far as yeah, favorites go I, w- I would say logan is definitely my favorite i would say my number two is either first class or deadpool oh there you go so we're on the same Playing. Oh, you're. Oh, we're putting Deadpool and Deadpool Two in there too. That's right. Oh yeah. 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 I would say those are. Maybe Deadpool might even be above First Class. I don't know. I'd have to. I actually want to. Watch it. I haven't seen it in years. But I feel it like a lot up. of people didn't like it. I don't. I didn't under, Like I don't understand that. Like I felt like that was the case where like a lot of people didn't like it. No, I think I think First Class was it. First Class and Days of Future Past. Those were like on people's. Those are high up on people's list. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Like people like Days of Future Past a lot more than First Class, and I thought yeah. First Class was a much better movie than Days of Future Past. I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <sighs> well, there we are. <laughs> All right, here we are. We talked about a crappy movie. <laughs> <laughs> talked about. Hey, man, talking about crappy movies can be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. That's what I, I love talking about crappy movies as much as I love talking about great movies. Absolutely. Um. But man, any uh, before we wrap up, any other final thoughts you want to give? Anything we <sighs> you wish we could have gotten, or yeah, well, I, I mean, we already said it, but like, I wish that this had been the Mister Sinister movie, mm-hmm. or or like, I wish that like he was me or something, you know, like because now that's never gonna fucking happen. Like they're never yeah. making a second part of this, I don't think. Although apparently it's getting a ton of streams right now. Is it? Uh, yeah. Just because people are stuck at home and it's out there and like, you know, people watch X-Men anything basically. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I don't think that they should do. 
I don't think that they should move on with this, but you know, it, it would have been cool to see Mr. Sinister on the big screen. I, I've still been waiting for that. Well, I, I have a, I have a strong feeling we're going to be getting him in what, whatever the MCU does with the X-Men. I guarantee one of the characters is going to be Mr. Sinister. Yeah. I mean, if you just look at like what they did with the Spider-Man antagonists, like, you know, they went for characters that we haven't seen. You know, they did Mysterio, they did the Vulture, and like, I, I can I can see them not repeating the villains going forward. So, like, obviously, we're gonna always have Magneto. Yeah, he's al- he's always gonna be a part of the X Men. Like he, but as far as like repeats, like I doubt we'll get another Phoenix movie. Good. I, 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 I'm so sick of the Phoenix. I was sick of the Phoenix during the animated series, man. I was really, yeah, they played that shit all the time, like on, on reruns on Saturday. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm tired of the Phoenix. Let's go to Sinister Island or, uh, the Savage Lands. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I love Phoenix back then, but like this, this new shit was like, not okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, dude. I hope, uh, you know, let's, I want to say let's get like Avalanche. Let's get a better version of Toad. As much as I love Ray Park, like mm. you know, let's let's get a a badass Sabretooth. You know, like a really cool looking Sabretooth. Uh, I don't want to see Mystique ever again. <laughs> I really don't. I'm 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 so tired of. I think Jennifer Lawrence just killed that shit for me, man. <laughs> I'm Mystique to death. Like yeah. I like Jennifer Lawrence, but yeah, that was. I don't care about that character at all. Uh, but uh, uh yeah man we'll see we'll see what mcu does with it i'm 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 still more excited I, I don't know uh i don't know if i'm more excited for x-men or fantastic four hitting the mcu i don't know well, they can't do any worse than they did on fantastic four the first two three what was it three movies that they put out now yeah the, the, well technically there's four <laughs> Really? There's a fourth one? Or are you talking about the it, one, is there one from like the 80s or whatever? Yeah, the one that was yeah. never released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, th- those were terrible. And I, I went and I saw the, the most recent one with Michael B. Jordan in theaters. And holy shit, that was awful. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, whatever. We're not reviewing that movie, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe someday. <laughs> I've already <laughs> done that review. I gave it like a two, <laughs> two out of ten. Uh, you want to talk about bad lines, man? Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> what did you say? That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how they got their name. But yeah, yeah, pretty terrible. But <laughs> all right, man. Uh, uh, dude, I'm I'm not ready to wrap this up. If you are, yeah, sounds good. All right, man. Well, and uh. uh Overall, man, I'd, I I I kind of stopped doing grades on here, but I, I've kind of just been doing like uh, recommend, like a re- recommendation kind of thing. So, if you were to rate this for Lost Signals, though, do you have a? Oh, I thought about this the first time that I watched it. Let me see if I can remember what I. So I would probably give. I have to go over our questions, so I probably give one to plot. One out of three uh, themes. I don't maybe I actually might give themes a one because there's a lot going on uh, with, you know, people's fears and stuff like that. Antagonists. No protagonist. Probably not. 
supporting characters. There aren't any. Uh, <laughs> dialogue, zero. Style, <laughs> maybe a one. So maybe a three out of ten. Three maybe out three of ten? Three or four out of ten, I'd probably give it. <laughs> <Word>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so there, I'm that's su- my grade. <laughs> I'm surprised you got to a three, man. I thought you were going to stop at one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we're, we try to be a little bit. We, we try not to give anything like a, a zero. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I don't know. I think you can give it some credit for themes, which helped it out quite a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the effects were pretty cool. Yeah. Like Demon Bear was awesome. The powers looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, when, when we got to see him it's three for you for me it's it's a, a matter of recommending i would say uh if you haven't seen it and you just want to finish off the x-men universe uh i mean you waited you know five years at this point if you want to wait another two you can uh if you're not you know dying to watch it you don't have to um but if you're looking for something to kill time i would say check it out other than that it's not really worth it yeah the, um, the nice thing is it's only about an hour and a half right so yeah you, you can't it's a you fairly can, short movie you can burn through it pretty quickly oh dude by the way really quickly before we go i listened to your guys review of underwater and dude, i was i was like so happy to hear like most of you guys like that movie <laughs> yeah i honestly i came into that review not super loving it and they kind of convinced me of of to enjoy it a bit more on like and second thought there were parts of it that i had real problems with mm-hmm. uh, but like it was just a fun like monster movie i thought yeah. like it, it it did its job so yeah it was pretty solid that's a, that's actually one of my favorite movies of the year considering we didn't get that many movies this year but like yeah. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite movies of the year and it did get it did it did do a very good job of feeling like an alien movie, you know, like an yeah. alien. Movie. So that was yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a cool it was a cool mixture of uh of different movies. Like I got you know I I kept thinking of uh, Leviathan when I was watching it. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a fun movie. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up to you because, dude, I was listening to you guys. I was like, uh, appreciate it. Was just, me. Yeah, man, I'm always listening to you guys, but. That was the last one I listened to because I think you guys just dropped that recently. Yeah, it was I think last week. Uh, so yeah, it's one of the more recent ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, good stuff, man. All right, dude. Uh, well, let's wrap this up, everybody. Uh, you know, that was uh, finally the long-awaited review of the New Mutants. I uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoyed our review as much as you did the movie, <laughs> <laughs> or more uh, so, even. Yeah, or more so. Uh, Steve-O, man, thanks thanks again for coming on and doing this, man. Hope we can uh, chat about movies <laughs> again sometime soon, man. I always have fun talking to you. Dude, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, this is always a blast. And you got to come back on uh, Lost Signal sometime soon. Get you on one of our reviews again. Yeah, man, I'm hyped, man. I've been wanting to come back on and yeah, chat I think, with you guys. I think we're going to try and do uh, a month of, of guests. So, like, every episode we want to have at least one guest on um, – sometime in the coming year so we're gonna try and do that so we'll let you know yeah man keep me posted and uh where can everybody find you oh yeah check us out at the lost signals on all the socials the lost signals.com uh if you 
go into any of your podcast catchers and type in the lost signals we'll be there we do movie reviews and a bunch of other stuff so check us out all right and with that being said thank you everybody for tuning into gizmo's corner yet again uh you can tune in next time i don't know what we're going to be talking about anymore um <laughs> the reviews finally come uh but tune in next time i'll have uh we'll have something fun for you <laughs> all right later